Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. All right, Evan. It is Saturday morning, 11.30 a.m., 30 minutes till Rutgers. Time to cover the spread versus Ohio State. Are you rah, rah? Um, we're at 18 and a half on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not allowed to bet because nope. thank you, New Jersey, for some reason. I, first of all, I really don't get that. I feel like we're the only state that has that. Probably. Uh, I haven't heard of another state that has that. But, like, come on, bro. Like, what, what inside information can I have on Rutgers football to, call, to prevent me from betting on them? You know how much money I would have made on them in that March Madness run? Ah, oh. ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. God. Well, because you're, you know, Rutgers super fan. So you obviously have the inside scoop on everything. Exactly. They've covered the spread on every game except for the Michigan State game. They won, but they didn't cut co- Michigan State covered by one point. Ah. You won, but at what cost? Exactly. But we are known for covering the spread. That's our meme in the sports world. Yes. We cover the spread. Spread you. Cover the spread you. Um, going to this, my biggest question is, why the hell is Ohio State number one? I'm not surprised. Uh, I think, But, like, just- why? What? Because I am not a big college football connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I, am, I watch my Rutgers games, and I watch big games, right? I'm not one of those, you know, sit down on Saturday and I watch morning Tulane tonight. And yeah, I'm, I, you know, I don't consume all of college football. Right. And I'm not an expert on, like, the draft, uh, on the pick selection board. So, I don't know if you are, but can you explain to me what made them jump Georgia? It's not like they lost. No, it's, they had two more quality, they had two quality wins. On the road, being Notre Dame, and being Penn State the other week. Okay. Two top ten programs. Uh, never ranked. So it's automatically you jump? Yeah, because Georgia's, Georgia has, like, one of the least, has the, they're, like, 110th in in the nation in strength of schedule. Mm, so, like, Notre Dame this year. That's right. You nailed it. You know it's true. That That's absolutely not true. But if that makes you smile and happy and it giddy, does, then it does. Lies. That's, that's completely wrong. But, you know. You guys are, we're independent. We're going to play Temple every week. We don't play Temple every week. <laughs> We just beat the shit out of Navy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. We play like one or two cupcake teams, and we play we played Ohio You're State. Like, hey, they were good in the 60s. Yeah, definitely, with their seven running backs v. and fullbacks. Yeah, their flying V formation, where the hell they run. Spider 2 wide banana. There's somebody. Who, who's good that came out of Army or Navy? There's like definitely an NFL player that I'm forgetting, Hall of Famer. Probably. It was like a fullback from the 70s. Probably. Coach K uh, coached... Uh, Army before he uh, got to Duke. Yeah. That's basketball, but you know. that's the one thing they do produce a lot of in those schools is coaches. I feel like so a lot of Probably. a lot of prestigious offensive, defensive, more defensive minds come out of like Army Navy. Yeah, that makes sense. But none of the players. Nah, not at all. But My, the Dolphins that, drafted a, a Navy player like a couple years ago. Was it a fullback or a D tackle? No, it was a. Uh, he was a wide receiver, but he's no. the, but but he was the uh, pass but, but he was the quarterback. He was like that quarterback running back, you know the oh, uh, yeah. the Swiss Army knight, Malcolm Perry. They they don't throw the ball though, but they threw the, they throw the ball in the NFL. Like Army's offense is like the Giants for in the that Jets game where they just run inside handoff and QB draw. Yeah, and yeah, it's like the, they do the tush push, but like every play. God. 
people always like those games. Like I get the the vibe for those Army Navy games, but they always like for me like it's not that good football. No, but it's cool. We should but go. It's cool. Like we I would go. don't get me wrong. I would love to go to the game, but it's overhyped from like a football perspective. Like the actual quality of the probably like, I'm not talking oh, yeah. specifically the Army Navy game, but Army slash Navy football games. Uh, I, I thought they were like relatively decently high scoring. No, I don't mean like Army versus Navy. I mean like when Army plays A team or Navy oh, plays A team. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's just like yeah, not good football. I know. I wasn't. Refer- I, I, yeah, like yeah. The Army Navy. I, know I would love to go to that. We should go. We should go. Yeah, we gotta like you gotta know somebody to go to that. Let's buy one with Ticketmaster. That's actually yeah for like three grand. Dylan, you have connections? You have to please. Dylan, you listen to this. <coughs> wink, wink. So it's Saturday, right? Tomorrow. Say, yeah. Tomorrow Sunday. Is Sunday, and there's football. Correct. <laughs> the Giants play the Raiders. Yeah, but like what happened that's last like, week? That's what, the what, ba- what happened last week? Oh, you want to talk about the Giants Jets game? It's kind of like <laughs> just quick, <sighs> just quick, quick, quick breakdown. Obviously, Tyrod got hurt. Tommy DeVito of Livingston, of Livingston, but of Don Bosco, Don Bosco Prep, Prep, quarterback who won, I believe, the state title when he was in high school. I think so. Who in MetLife they won, of course. Uh, who's aggressively Italian? Has a nice TD chain around his neck, of course. Um, my biggest note from the game is like the Giants suck, and I. This is the first game, more than not the first game, but this is the most I've questioned Dable's coaching out of any of the games, because there was a lot of decisions that really made you go, huh? Yeah. Whoa. Like, I can look past the running it every down, maybe not throwing that much with Tommy DeVito because it was really the, the Jets' game to lose. Like, it's our game to lose, I mean. Yeah. We had to actively lose the game, which we did. Um, There's a couple plays that you can question, like the refs not placing the ball for them to spike and get off that, that field goal. That, once again, quite, a play you can question. Makes I- you raise an eyebrow. Maybe something happened there. All right, so be it. Um, the J- Dable charting out Graham Gano, who we now know is hurt, which makes you question the decision to trot out Gano those times and not pay- maybe not even pick up a kicker or go on fourth down yeah, yeah. or punt the ball, give the Jets 24 seconds to go the length of the field, which no way in hell they were doing. But they did somehow. But they did. What else? What other decisions did he make? Though? Uh, well, Thibodeau well, wasn't really offsides. Another question. But at the end of the day, you can look at all the things that maybe could have gone your way that well, didn't. The overtime decision of taking the ball and proceeding to not do anything. That one, I was mad at at first. But, like, people were mad at the Giants taking the ball to start the game. Um, and I listened to Tiki explain this actually the other day on the fan, and I've kind of shifted my point of view a little bit. It's just the thought process was more, you know, you want more possessions than the other team, right? They've sucked on offense all day. But if they're hoping their defense could play like they have the rest of the day, allowed, what, one third down conversion, no yards. And you're hoping, hey, you can stop them if you have to punt it off to them and then rattle off a field goal to win the game. But, And that's why I initially thought, like, yeah, take it. And then, But but my thought process was, all right, let's screw it. Let's, like, throw the ball a little bit and let's just let DeVito do whatever he has to do. And they proceeded to not do any of that. But then also, looking back at it, you defer 
and like you trust your defense like you pin the Giants back in the 20 25 yard line you stop them three and out and you get some okay field position ish although Thomas Morrison had like the game of his career don't know why the Dolphins got rid of him but uh it, it just didn't make any sense it I, I was more confused with him not even like trying to like let to be yeah. able to throw the ball. I get it by overtime because it's too late by then. You don't want him throwing his first couple of like actual passes in overtime. Um, that I that one I can get, but throughout the game, definitely I agree. Like let the kid throw the ball. Yeah, what do we have to lose at this point? Well, yeah, they, they should just let him throw the ball in general. Like who cares? Like other than Devito making a beautiful read and ripping the ball and running for a touchdown. Right. Yeah. Shot, yeah. Other than that, like it was it was a train he did, wreck. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't do anything. And I, Dable, like. Where was the the cojones he had last year? Just evaporated. They're done. Uh, like he's got nothing. And Saquon also slid before the first down mark on that fourth down. And there's a lot of stuff. The one thing I can't defend, though, is I see a lot of Giants fans like, you know, Haratley, you know, as the Giants Jets fan do, bickering, like, oh, we should have won that. You guys suck this at the third. At the end of the day, they it won. It should have been a tie. You just, you just have to shut up and take it. We yeah. lost. If you're, celebra- if you're a Jeff fan, you're celebrating. Like, Joe Beningo was, like, doing the salsa dance. I get like, it, like, but then I'm like, you know, what, Joe, you know, like let the Jets. I say let the Jets fans have their moment, bro. They got the bragging rights. It was a Jets Giants game. I- I'll let them have it, man. You can have it, but then you still gotta realize in the back you're like, our offense man. is garbage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this is also, I think, a bigger question is, I think Zach Wilson actually looked good in that game, in that back oh. half. I think. Hear me out. Now listen, <laughs> listen to me. I think it was a bigger question on Nathaniel Hackett that game. That back well, yes. drive, that yeah. last drive, Zach Wilson looked like he was improvising, scrambled for a fresh down, made throws down the field. I think a lot of what, don't get me wrong, he didn't have a good first half by any stretch of the means. It's not like he looked phenomenal. But the back half, like, he looked like he was making proper plays. That last drive was great by Zach Wilson. I think that was all him. I'll give him 100%. his props where it's due. That was all done by him. 30-yard ball to Garrett Wilson. Uh, Lazard dropped the ball that he should have caught. Even the uh, pass interference. Plays. Even the pass interference. He just threw that it up. That was a good read. He yeah. saw it and threw it up and did. He won the Jets the game. I guess so. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think the, the problem was with Hackett. Like, let, it's like they're treating him like Tommy DeVito. Like, let him throw the ball down the field. Yeah. They threw the ball down the field the last drive, and he's making good throws. You're playing, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, you know, I'm not trying to be biased. I'm transferring over the same way I traded Daniel Jones to Zach Wilson. The kid was getting dropped every other play. Uh, the Di- Giants' defense was all over him, and they were running a lot of screens. They weren't using Brees Hall other than that 50-yard reception. I mean, the guy could break a run at any moment. He's yeah. probably, like, the biggest boom receive, uh, boom running back in the league. You keep feeding him the ball, he'll break one for 40, 50 yards. Yeah. They weren't utilizing him at all. Throw a lot of short pass, a lot of slants. Lazard looks god awful. Also, I mean, he's, he's got like bad. what a twenty five percent drop rate. He's bad. I mean, he's obviously, garbage. we all know why he's here. You know, his. I mean, know. I know he's like a avert threat big guy, but like Jesus, big guy, twenty five percent drop rate. You're a professional receiver. Yeah. Not good. Um, but yeah. Yeah. You know what's completely random? I was thinking about. I want to move off this Jet Giants game because I feel like I've had plenty of time to ponder and think about it. Right, and I really right. want to talk about them. Yep. Last comment I'll say about the Giants is um, we now face the Raiders to see who's the worst team in the league. Daniel Jones is back. I Hopefully he doesn't – if we, like, get him career-wise, like, really hurt this game because we rushed him back to play the Raiders, I'm going to be kind of pissed. Man, 
I uh the guy's got screws <laughs> in his neck. Yeah. Like, I mean, Aiden O'Connell is like he's okay. I've seen, I saw his preseason game. He's got I'll put it like this. He's got an accurate arm. That that's about the extent of it. Uh, he's accurate and he can make decent reads. But the biggest bow him, he's a tree and he takes too long. Correct. And that old line That's not a bad that combination. But here's the thing. If you sit in the pocket, you're not a Purdue. You can't sit in the pocket and you can't just stand like you can't just stand there. Like Jimmy G makes him look mobile. I mean, he looks make he makes Jimmy G look mobile. That dude is. And he's like, what, 24, 23? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. What you gotta be worried about about the Raiders. They fire their head coach. They're, so, they're, they're all, they always bounce back. They're gonna bounce back. Do you hear Antonio Pierce in his press conference? Saying, God, oh. they're fired up. Yeah, they're fired up. Yeah. Adams said he wants to run <laughs> through a wall for that man. Man, they. Oh man, I just. But as long as the like, all it takes is like one drive to get punched in the mouth, and all that goes away. A hundred percent. Oh like, yeah, they could come out. They could come out like ready to go, fired up, and Kayvon strip sacks him on the first drive. And like, oh, hundred percent. But <laughs> honestly, I, that first drive will tone, be the tone setter for the game. I, I, I can see that, but I, man, I, I just, I just, it just screams the Raiders are just gonna just punch him in the mouth. They're just gonna they're gonna play so loose and just do whatever the hell they want. And, Here's, um, the season's lost now. Do what you want. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Um, yeah. Play Devontae Adams, bro. Free that man. Read that dude. Especially uh, you're in your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also got Great robbed last week, dropped like 155 and lost. Like, imagine doing that. Have you ever done that before? What? I scored 155 points in fantasy. Oh, I've, I've done that plenty of times this year, actually. God, it was so triggering because, like, CD Lamb was like, this is the game I go. Like, CD Lamb and Shamir Gibbs got together. It's like, we've been ass all year. Today's the, the day. day. Right. Today's right. the day. We're playing. Like, Dan Campbell was like, oh. We're playing Pete this week. Give it to Jameer Gibbs ten times per drive. That's right. Like, bro, he's seen the ball ten times per game. Yeah. I'm like watching the, the TV and I'm like, oh God, it's gonna be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like the when I watched the first drive and he had eight touches on the first drive, it's like I'm cooked. Yeah, it's like, oh fine. Oh, wait a minute. We drafted the first round running back. God. We'll figure. Um back to the Raiders. Can we finally Throw the ball to Vontae Adams. No, no, no. Well, that too. That too. But can we finally, finally stop hiring Belichick coaches? Please. Please. Or offensive gurus. They Stop. Offensive gurus. Quote, unquote. A.K.A. I wrote I wrote Tom Brady's coattails for a half a decade. Yeah. No, actually, not even half a decade. A decade. But that's what I'm saying. He like, failed in Denver. He can't be a decision maker. He shouldn't decide anything. Like, like, I, like, I don't doubt that he's an extremely smart offensive mind. That's not my point. It's just some guy should not be the lead for a team. A.K.A. Any, any Belichick guy should not coach. Period. Like, head coaching, like, they should he's not. He's got the worst coaching tree. It's honestly, like, who's the best coach? Belichick. Well, okay, sure. But, like. At the NFL level, probably does, Bill O'Brien. Then by association, does Parcells have a bad coaching tree? Maybe. Because he's the tree for the Maybe. tree. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he's the grandfather of it. So it's like, he, so this is all his little grandchildren. It's all, it's all his fault. I guess technically, like, 
Nick Saban was his best, like collegially, because he coached under uh, Belichick. Because I mean, like in theory, it makes sense. Because I feel like Belichick isn't like a mentor kind of coach. Like he's not there to teach you. He's here no. to like his co- his coordinators are kind of like just like, hey, this is what we think, and he ultimately is making the decisions. And that's it, what you want from the coach. It, it's like this is what we want to do. Relay this message, and he relays this message. And there you go. And then Belichick is yeah. gonna make the yeah. calls at the end of the day. Yeah. Maybe also like Vrabel, Mike Vrabel's probably the even best. Even how bad his teams have been, you can't say Belichick has not made timely and proper decisions in games still. Look, I am not disagreeing with that. He's still got something defensively. You know, he's still got some something. He needs a coordinator. He needs to get out of his own head and stop hiring a bunch of the people that he's familiar with. But he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Bring in Greg Schiano as your D.C. I mean, he's familiar with them, so but he did. I think he, I think he did. He was supposed to. Well, he was the head in Tampa. He was supposed to. He was supposed to bring him back as a defensive coordinator, but he stepped back. I remember. I think, or was yeah. it that, or when he's at Ohio State? I forget. Like if Shiano's smart, he will never go try and sniff professional football again. No. Um, Why would like, he? The head coach at a major college football program is the best gig. Oh, 100 percent. It's tiring, but it's the best gig. Because like. Forget head coach. Never sniff a head coach. Even if they offer him a DC, like, why? Yeah, no, why? It's a downgrade in a job, honestly. Yeah. And Rutgers will dish out cash to you. Rutgers will pay you tens yeah. of millions of dollars. 100%. If you keep winning, if you win seven, eight games for Rutgers, you're, you're going to make plenty you're of money. Good. You could work there for the rest of your for the rest of your career, and you can, you can retire. He's and a phenomenal out. college football coach. Yes. He's a man motivator. Uh, he's a great nego- like recruiting guy. Yes. He's done great great recruiting coaches as well as players within the state. Just stay doing that. This is you're good at it. Yes. Don't go to Tampa Bay and do that debacle again. Yeah. He's from Jersey, right? Chiano? Yeah. Philly. He's like Italian Jersey guy. Sure. Sure. Probably on the Sopranos at one point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I hear one more like like fun fact that Rutgers be like, did you know uh, so and so from the Sopranos went to Rutgers? It's like, oh, yeah, oh really? Really, really, really. No way. No way, an Italian from Dude, Jersey, from Jersey went to no, Rutgers. No kidding, brother. <laughs> no way. No way, bro. No way. God. Um, yeah. So stop hiring Patriots coaches. I feel like people are finally realizing, like the media is realizing that now. Like, wait a minute. Maybe they're not. Maybe good. they're not that good. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. We've been seeing this for the past how long? Oh God. And then, what else was I gonna say? I was gonna say some point. So, oh yeah. I want to pivot to baseball a little bit. Mm. This World Series sucked. I hate to say it. This is the least I've ever cared about a World Series. It's the lowest viewership in like 20 years. Yeah. And it was bad. Ah. Ah. Where's the star power? Where's yeah. the major franchise? As much as you hate to say it, we're missing the New York Yankees in the playoffs. Kind of sucks. Houston, as much as I hate them, not being the World Series. Kind of tanks the... The viewership, the Dodgers losing to the Diamondbacks kind of screws everything Even up. Even the Phillies, too. And, hey, did you did you ever think that, you know, maybe this expand off playoff format is the reason? No. Uh, no. No, no, no. Hear me no, out. No, Hear no, me no, out. No, 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 no. Baseball, as we know, is a game of getting hot. A lot of these wildcard teams who continue to play early on and don't get breaks stay hot, and they're knocking off these bigger teams that, hey, like, Baseball is unique, and there's 160-something games. The regular season something 
is something that matters. Teams with 88, 90 wins are sliding in and knocking off teams that have 100-something wins that don't even deserve to be there because they're hot and they're playing and they knock them off. There's, I bet you if you expanded it more, there'd be 75, 81 teams that would be legit top teams because they're hot and they're playing and they're ready to go. Because baseball, I think more than any other sport, is about being hot. Of course. But, no. If you're going to buy, like, you got an extra week to, you got one less round to go through. You should be beating the 84-win Diamondbacks, or how many wins they have, if you're the Atlanta Braves. Like, you should be beating them. You don't need to be playing at the same time to beat the Arizona Diamondbacks, who started off hot, and then collapsed in the middle of the year. Like, they were, like, one of the best teams in baseball, and then they and then they nosedived, and they just scraped the wild card spot. All right, like, from the skin of their teeth. Like, you should be beating them if you're the Atlanta Braves. The greatest offense in MLB history. Oh, we're so good. Oh, we're the fucking best. But no. You didn't even make the playoffs. But the Braves, they were, they, 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 you know, they you know, puffed out their chest, strutting their strut all the time. And I'm happy that the M- M- the MLB fans are realizing, oh, the, Bra- the Braves are, they suck. They don't suck. The, those, those fans suck. So they're the biggest babies. They, 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 were, they were complaining. Oh, they changed the format. Changed the format. What happened? Got your ass kicked by the, the Arizona Diamondbacks, who two years ago lost like 100 and, so, 100 and something games. You suck. Well, the Mets suck. Yeah, but they also suck. At least we didn't, we didn't lose on prime time. We, we lost last year on prime time. He did lose last year on prime time. That sucked. That sucked. But did, did, you, did you hear me complain about the the, the, the format? No, we yes. just sucked. No, we just sucked. You complained about everything. A lot of things. I mean, I complained, but not about the format. I just, I just complained that we sucked ass and we choked. I need my prediction for the Mets. Next year, okay, 86 wins. Okay. The following year, 96 wins. You know what? I'll take that because the Mets don't, they don't do back-to-back good seasons well. They don't do that. So I'll take that. I got a situation for you here. Soto's on the market. Alonzo's going to command a lot of money. Okay. Alonzo comes to you. He wants $300 million. Okay. You can only sign one or the other in this hypothetical. Do you, are you letting a lot? Because they're both going to want 300 plus. Okay. Um, Your billion-dollar head coach, he don't want to sign both. He doesn't want to lock down two oh, ma- mega contracts like that. He's already got a couple big contracts. What do you do? Us. Uh, C sign both of them. No, let's let's hear from a Mets fan. If you had the if option, had you had them both laid out, and they're both willing to sign. Soto or Alonzo? Soto or Alonzo? Alonzo. You say without a doubt. You're saying right here live I'm on Alonzo, air. I'm eight, eleven forty six. I'm, I'm saying Alonzo because you need like Met guys that you develop, like that so you develop pay through Pete Alonzo. You know what? Eight years, three hundred million dollars. I mean that. Eight years, that's not, I don't care about the money. The money's whatever. Eight years, that's not bad. The only question is, does he want eight years? Does he want like 10 or 12 years? Eight years, he'll be like 30. Because like if you sign to a 10 year, those back four years, he's going to be like those power hitters. I mean, at, at that, like, like Lindor is going to be 37, 38. It, it doesn't really, the last few years, it doesn't really matter. It's about the first like You're, five, six. The back half of your 20s, the Mets are going to be. Uh, I mean, it doesn't, they don't care. 
I don't think Steve Cohen cares. He should care. Look at the team. I mean, Yankee, I, I mean, he'll if they go play like shit again next year, then yeah, he will probably care a little bit. The Yankees, if they care about winning, have to do whatever it takes to sign Juan Soto, trade for him, and sign him, and lock him down, and play him with Judge in the three slot. What both their primes and get it done. They got to find a way. I how many wins they have last year? I think clear the house and fire everybody. If you let Juan Soto go play for the New York Mets. That'd be, that'd be tough. And you had the option to sign him, and you pulled like a Bryce Harper. You know, yeah, the money's a little much. If, you know, you sign, Judge, if you want to win, and you're serious about winning, and I know you're going to have to agree agree on this. If you are the brand, the New York Yankees, and you still have that pull, it's got to get done. Otherwise, it's over. The stigma's gone. The The New York enterprise is dead. If you go to get Juan Soto, you're putting out the bag, and you cannot get him. Fire everybody. Yeah, like it's over. I mean, the Yankees were out when they were judgeless. They were like, ah, they were, ah. Yeah. you know, they were just, they were an impersonation. They were in, like the, the imposters. We could have gotten Bryce. Bryce reached out to the Yankees and said, I want to be a New York Yankee. We said, nah. Yeah. There you go. Now, this is the chance with Soto. This is a guy who's going to be an all star. Who's gonna be a future great looking back? I I would love Juan Soto in the Mets. He's a phenomenal fielder, great hitter, a lock in the three hole in front of Aaron Judge. Twenty three, twenty four. He's twenty three, twenty four. You don't get historically, but you don't get guys like that this young. You finally get a sniff at them at twenty nine, thirty. Yeah, he is before his greatest days. This is very rare. This doesn't happen. Pay him whatever it takes. The money doesn't matter. We have the New York Yankees. If he wants the blank check, give the man the blank check. Yeah. You have to bring in Juan Soto and get it done. Otherwise, it's it's lost. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him, seeing the Yankees, you know, go in other flames. I'd be curious to see it's, what happens. It's bad for baseball, bro. Yeah. Manfred's making calls. Manfred's making calls. He, he grew up, I think he grew up a Yankee fan. So make some calls, make some man. Calls, make some calls. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you have 3-4, Aaron Judge, Juan Soto. Like, the biggest thing I've been complaining at, about for the past couple of years, as you know, is there's no bats around Aaron Judge that make, you know, strike fear into the opponent's hearts. The biggest mm. problem is, hey, we can just not pitch to Aaron Judge and throw him all pitches away and throw him one, two strikes because, hey, we could strike out the other bozos too because who cares? Yeah. yeah. And people are like, oh, he struggles in the playoffs. It's like, yeah. Because nobody else can get a hit. So when he comes up, they're like, we'll either walk him or throw him all garbage to force him to strike out because he's trying to force a hit. I mean, yeah. So, so you get a guy like Juan Soto, and, you know, if he's on base, then they can't pitch away from him because, you know, that's just, like, how baseball works. You can't have one good bat because they just don't throw him the baseball. Yeah. It'll all come to fruition. I see the World Series rings if you sign Juan Soto. Garrett oh, Cole really? still – I see it. Oh, you see it? So Garrett like, Cole so, so just, has been phenomenally healthy, so, and he's going to win the Cy Young. So, so just Juan Soto equals 90-plus wins in World Series. Yes. So, like – that's you're, you're He's an immediate So, so IKF, starting shortstop, okay. He's not – you know who's the starting so, shortstop. Oh, sorry. Uh, Frankie Montas, uh, you know number two. Uh, yeah, okay, right, okay. You got it that squared away. Yeah. Teixeira is still good. Mark Teixeira? No, I said to Shai, I always <laughs> do this, bro. I'm not going to even continue. Anthony Rizzo. Now. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely good. I always say to Shai because I'm a big to guy. But anyways. Really? Rizzo, good. 
phenomenal. Still a great glove. Still a good bat. Just, just, bro, he just got concussed. Like, he got blasted with a, a pitch. Like, what do you want from the guy? He was he played like half the season concussed. And everyone's like, wait, maybe he's bad because he has brain damage. Hey, yo, yo, we should we should uh, start uh, yelling at the Yankees medical staff for doing a poor job. No, no one, no one did that. No one said that. No. All right. All right. Well, Yankee way. I mean, give us a nice wrap up for the fans right here. Um. Well. You know it's a great show that I uh, I I kind of like rewatched in a sense. The uh, WFAN. What? <laughs> the, what? WFAN. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's a show that's just ass. I love Tiki. I think Tiki is phenomenal. Tiki's all right. Tiki's okay. He, Tiki found he, his career. He, well, he did find his career. He did find his career. Uh, but Sal Licata. I want to see him call terrible. more games. Um, I love Tiki. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Well, I was talking more about WFAN. Like, yeah, I know, but also yeah, 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 like also yeah, yeah. on radio, I listen to him all the time. Now he is, I never listen to radio, but I, I will tune in to listen to Tiki. Although I will say, like I think three men, three man booth are a bit is a bit overdone, or it's a bit overkill. Yeah, with like Matt Ryan, like all right, besides the point, deli- yeah. deliver your point. But you know it's a great, you know it's a great show that like I used to watch when I was a kid, and then I forgot about, and then I rewatched it. And I was like, oh my god, this show is still amazing. Courage, remember the show Courage? Cowardly Dog. Yeah. All right, toast in the morning, courage, merch, dropping zoom. Yeah, facts. But no, that show is really, really good, and I forgot about how good it is. That series finale. If you want a good cry, that's a good cry right it's a there. Phenomenal show. I used to watch yeah. and get scared all the time. Yeah, but it's more. It's not just scary. Well, it is scary, but like there's more depth behind the scary. All right, well. That and Eddie. As a final. And Billy uh, Final statement. Go Rutgers. Are you Rock Rock? Giants suck. Um, Rutgers basketball coming soon. And thank you for tuning in. Peace. Hey.